Welcome to the Rock Room Podcast. Y'all know the drill. I'ma load this music up. Wait for the fellas to call in. And then we're gonna get to it. Slow today. What's up, D? What up, E? What's going on, my brother? Ain't ain't nothing. What's going on with you? Man, over this joint, fighting these flus and illnesses. I got strapped. Are you serious? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Damn, I've been uh, trying to take my little vitamin C every day. I'm not even afraid. Man, Everybody I'm getting sick. T Streets ain't feeling good either. Mm. What's up? What's up? Hey. Nah, I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm over here. Surviving. I know, right? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> T Streets got the Barry White Jones, so you know he ain't feeling, he ain't feeling good. Right. Boy. Mm-hmm. Dang, I'm knocking on wood. Man, I'm praying for you, brother. Hopefully you please, ain't catching please, nothing. Dude, y'all got me scared out this joke. Man, they got me on like eight different medications out this joint, man. Damn. I don't know. Man. How y'all week been other than that? I guess it's been well, how long how long you been feeling bad? Uh mine's been since uh like Saturday night, but I got it checked out about Monday. Okay. So yeah. It's been almost a week. Hey, let me tell y'all something about E real, real quick, right? So E, we was hanging out with E like two, three times last last month, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, my man, I, right, my man had, my man had like a little cough or whatever, right? But E, <laughs> e like a soldier though, right? Like E will be, like E will be like stabbing his leg, but he go, he go, he go keep jogging, right? Mm-hmm. So. I seen him again like a, like a week later. Still had the same cough. Like, bro, you all right? Yeah, yeah no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, bro. So, like, the third time I seen him, he was like, yeah, I, I might have had COVID, but I'm good. I'm like, dog. You I'm like, dog. What you, what you mean you might have had COVID? No, like, bro, you know, <laughs> yeah, bro. I was when I, like 10 bro, times. When I had COVID, I actually, after the first, I only I think I only had it officially once. And mm-hmm. after I had it, my cough lasted for like eight months. And wow. I, was, I, I went to the doctor, I went to specialists. I mean, I did everything and they couldn't find anything. And then one of the nurses was like, look, we got people coming in here with this constant cough a lot. And she was just like, it's basically gonna have to go away by itself. On its own, yeah. I thought that, honestly, I was coughing so long, I thought that that was gonna be the new way of life for me. Cause it just wow. felt like, if I go to the doctor, and the doctor tell me they don't see anything, but I'm constantly coughing. And they and I then took allergy tests and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I guess it's the way it's just gonna be. But right after that appointment, maybe like two weeks later, I actually stopped coughing. But now, when I do get sick mm-hmm. and it's not COVID, I still I, I still have that cough comes back. So I don't know, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry you gotta go through that because mm-hmm. I had it twice, but I haven't had longevity in the cough. Okay. So. 
Yeah, but I hope yeah, that, that hope you don't have to go through that no more. But they was my my doctor. I'm sorry, Trey, but my doctor she was kind of weirded out because my test for strep came back positive. But the only thing I'm experiencing is the sore throat. She was like, "Are you having any pains or anything?" And I'm like, "No, like I didn't. I wouldn't never thought that, you know." So she looking at me kind of weird, like, "What's going on?" I had yeah, it. I had it. Mind. Who who on here has had pneumonia as well? I've never Please. had pneumonia. Uh, Knock on wood. I, I, I've never had pneumonia. Yo, I had pneumonia once. Pneumonia versus COVID. The pneumonia was the meaner joint. I like, could imagine. Was, I don't want to like compare like near death experiences, but yeah. let me, let mm. me just try to tell you. Just take care of yourself. Vitamin C. Yeah, definitely. Well, welcome to the Rec Room Podcast. This is episode number three. I'm no, I said number three. (laughs) Episode number 33. All right. And the title of this episode is um, I'm Still Single in My 40s. Now, the title of that sound like I me me saying it sound like a shot, but it ain't a shot. You know, it that it ain't about nothing. But (laughs) we're gonna get into it though. You know, we are gonna talk about it. Sound like a little D. It sounds like it, but it ain't, it ain't meant to be that. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to get into that tonight. We're going to talk about that. But before we even get into that subject, we're just going to go over a little couple things happening in the world. And, you know, we like to start off with, um, oh, no, I didn't even introduce everybody. I go by E1. I'm the host. Um, we got T-Streets in the building. He not 100%, but he here. We got Trey Philando in the building. And we got Donya in the building. And hey. I always call her. I'm going to give you an applause just because you're here, but you like family. So the special guest thing, yes. I don't know, you know. First lady on the mic. Right. <laughs> so with that, um, we're going to get this part started. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is I know that even, at this point, even people who are not into sports, are into Colorado, right? And I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but everybody knows, and most people know, Deion Sanders and his two sons play for Colorado. He did coach at a um, HBCU, is that how you say yeah. uh, School. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he did, he did won a couple championships there. He elevated himself to, uh, to, to get a coaching job in Colorado. And he's been the talk of, not just sports world, it just seems like he's the talk of everything right now. Um, and he's a highly confident person who's been that way. They act like it's something new, but who he is is who he is. And his team started off two and zero. Um, they looked okay. Oh, three and zero. Yeah, they was three. Who they beat? It was Nebraska, TCU, and who was that other team? Colorado State. No, they lost to Colorado State. No, they didn't. Wait, hold on. I'm going crazy. Who the last team they played? Oregon. Oh, you right. Okay, okay, you right. Don't mess with All right, that's his right. football. Yeah, I'm like, damn, okay. So they <laughs> so they were three and zero. All right. So now they were three and zero. And now they um they faced all right, so they three and zero. They played a ranked team. TCU was the champ of last year, right? And so they thought that this was the first game. They thought TCU was gonna crush them. TCU has lost a lot of players and they beat TCU. Um, they end up beating the next two teams, but everybody knows that uh, they were getting ready to play Oregon for their fourth game. Oregon has been a great um, program for the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. And so they really were not expected to beat Oregon. I predicted they were going to get crushed. 
not because I don't like them, but because I just know that they were facing a real good team. With that being said, they did get crushed. Mm. So, um, at, before the game, T, you can say, what, what was the coach talk? What was Oregon's coach saying before the game about uh, Colorado? Uh, he was motivating his team. He uh, he was making statements like, this ain't for clicks. This is, we're going to play with our helmets, not, not with our mouth. This ain't, it. This not, it's not a Hollywood thing. Uh, he was just going in. He was going in, motivating his team, telling them not to talk back when Colorado walk off at the mouth. So he was really firing them up, getting them ready. Some of it seemed like a dig towards Dion. I don't I don't think so. I think it was more just the motivation for his team. I got you. Not, not to cut you all T streaks. Somebody got some chicken in the background. Sorry, a bomb grade. Sound like a bomb. I'm gonna move with it, so hey, okay, look, look, my name's I know you got somebody else on the show named Danya, so I don't want to get it confused. Hey, so you'll never my... get it confused, honey. <laughs> so I'm no, gonna go I am my, it. I'm going to go by my alias, <laughs> Mike City. All right, know. Mike City. I'm going to probably introduce you, man. We I got Mike it. City in the building. Hi, Mike. You know I'm going to drive records with no turn signals, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to probably introduce you, man. And um, I was just, you know, I let everybody know the subject tonight was single in my 40s. And we're going to get into that in a little bit. But first, we're just going to cover just a few current events before we get into that subject. And we were just talking about uh, Colorado versus Oregon. Um, Colorado got punished. And um, and that's basically it and all of that. But they play – I don't know. T, do you know who they play this weekend? USC. Yeah, USC. Okay. So, I think that gonna, that's going to be another punishment, <laughs> in my opinion. What do you think? What do you think, T? Oh, yeah. On paper, they should get smashed again. But that's why they play the game, so we'll see. All right, so to some NFL news, right? We got, um, so, you know, the Commanders, which is me and T Street's team. That's um, me too. Okay, and Donnie, okay. I, I, knew, <laughs> I, I knew something about you was cool. That's what's up. <laughs> so we got um, ready, Buffalo played, Buffalo played, we played Buffalo, and we played them at, um, we was here. We was at, at home, home, yeah. Okay. And we got punished. Um, and that was a little disappointing because losing is losing, but I just, it just makes you sometimes feel like we're still doing the, the same up and down thing. I'm mm -hmm. not going to jump out there and say that just because it's the third game. All right. So cool. We took the L, um, uh, Trey's team, <laughs> As we always Bears, do. and Mike city. Hey, Mike and, city. <laughs> oh, who, who Mike hey. city like? Mike city. Yeah, talk I'm, to I'm, them. I'm, I'm from the West Side of Chicago, so I'm, I'm I'm a hometown kid. You know what I'm saying? So okay. Chicago Bears all day, win or lose. Hold on, hey. Oh, okay. oh, 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 hey, hey, Mike City, can you please tell the world what the Bears are about to do with the rest of the games, dog? The whole season, dog. <laughs> Come on, I'm like, what, I'm like, I'm like, tank, I'm like, tank the rest of the season so we go get Caleb Williams and Jeez. get rid of Justin Fields because he's not a he's not ready to be a quarterback. In the NFL, that's my Bro, opinion. This, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. He's not unrealistic like you, Trey. This is what know, we talked about before the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. I'm gonna keep it one hundred. His progression he ain't progressing. You know what I'm saying? He not. True. He not getting it. He, he, he ain't progressing, yo. 
You know, he's, I, he's stacked. All right, listen. So me and Mike City are going to be at the game next week when the Bears come here to, to, to the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. And we're going to come back on after the show, and we're going to tell you how we how we put a show on. Go ahead, E. I got well, you. Well, I, that, that's a great segue into me going ahead and giving y'all record. And uh, the Bears are uh, 0-3 right. so far. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and, and, uh, and that's exactly why I, I don't follow the players. I follow the C on the side of that helmet. That's it. No, but 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 Mike City, I'm with you because I'm I'm ride or die. I, I hate to call him commanders, Redskins fan. So I get where that come yeah. from because we ain't been winning in a long time, but I'm never gonna switch my teams. I know a yeah. few people who like have some people. And, yeah, right. You know what I mean? And no, no who, names. Who, who you know what I mean? Nah, nah, I ain't names. gonna call them out. I ain't gonna call them out. You know what I mean? I'm gonna let them rock out, but I can't go like that. Win or lose, you know, my team yes. is my team. Um to keep it NFC, which is AG's team, but AG couldn't be on tonight, uh, so he's a, a newly brother. He's a newly Philly fan, um, but uh, you know he Philly versus Tampa Bay, and Philly beat Tampa Bay, Philly three. And now I ain't gonna talk too much um, <laughs> about Philly, right? So, with that being said, what else did I want to talk about? We gonna get into the '40s thing, but it was um, oh, so let's talk about some entertainment news real quick um, for those who don't know. Crazy Bone is uh, reportedly in critical condition. Um, he's from the, the legendary group Bone Thugs and Harmony. It says Crazy Bone is reportedly fighting for his life in the hospital, according to All Hip Hop. Um, the rap legend is in critical condition after suffering intense cardiovascular condition. The Bone wow. Thugs and Harmony MC was rushed to the L.A. hospital on Friday. Um, after allegedly coughing up blood, which is never a good sign. Uh, the mm-hmm. outlet reports that the rapper underwent CAT scans with analysis showing a leaky artery mm-hmm. present in uh, his lung. The entertainer, Anthony Henderson, was the was then subjected to an emergency um, surgery that halted bleeding. However, his artery failed to stop bleeding and Henderson is placed on a breathing machine. That, that, mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough. Um, so that's just some entertainment that's news. Terrible, Our prayers up for him, man. Absolutely. I hate to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything bad about anybody, uh, you know, but um, that that's a tough one. And to keep it entertainment, entertainment, I don't know who listened to it. I know me, T Streets, and Trey have checked it out. Donya, have you had a chance to listen to Diddy's new album? What's the name of that joint? No. Um, the Love Album. The Love Album. Mm-mm, now. Mm-mm. Okay. Now, Donya, you may not have had a chance to listen to it, but I'm going to tell you right now. That album is super dope. Is it? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The production, production, the music, everything on that joint. Seriously, like it's worth a listen. So if you haven't listened to it, anybody who hasn't listened to it, you should listen to it. And also, you know, I'm going to bring this artist up because uh, most of the guys on the pod, uh, this is their goat. He's not mine. Um, He came out with an album. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Mike City. Uh, hey, Mike he <laughs> hey, hey, Mike City, listen, listen. Go ahead, E. Go ahead, e. He came out with an album, uh, and this is like his, I don't know, man. He's been coming out with him back to back. His work ethic is phenomenal. I definitely give him that. And the last, the, his last album, it's called Magic 3. Yeah. Okay, Magic 3 came out. I haven't had the chance to listen to it yet, but for T-Streets and, um, and, and, and Trey, uh, out of five, Mike's, what y'all giving it? Five. Nas, Nas, Nas. Yeah. Oh, you oh. get a five too, T Street? Nah, I give it a four. Okay. 
I haven't heard it, so I can't give it nothing yet. Okay. Yeah, I haven't say, heard it either. I haven't say, heard about are it. You, are you, so you, you, your GOAT is, you would say Kanye West is the best, huh? Nah, nah, absolutely oh, not. I mean, oh, I, Kanye is Kanye, 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 Kanye is good, but I'm not, he's not my GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Who's your GOAT? Who's your GOAT? My GOAT is Pac, yo. Pac. Right, I'm right with you. I'm right absolutely. with you. I mean, absolutely. Right I mean, because for me, because for me, I mean, Pac's delivery was with so much passion and conviction, Pike and he delivery. talked about something, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying, to try to bring us together as black people, you know what I'm saying, to make Absolutely. us stronger, yes, sir. you know, but yeah, he still had his party songs, he still had his beefs or whatever, but when you right. peel back all the layers of everything, of his body of work, it was conviction, it was, he, man, he's a son of a panther, you know, he's a son of a movement, you know what yeah. I'm saying, so sure. if he would have been here today, you know what I'm saying, I don't, I don't know what the state of... What we would be, I don't think music would be, be where where it be is today. No, absolutely not. Well, well, I don't. You will. I'll say this. Um, you know, I don't know how it would be if Park was still living. I think that music would still be the way it is because you got to look at it like this. Uh, Jay Z and Nas, all those artists were still out at the at that time, and so if it was going to change, if things were going to change all that way, I think it would. Uh, it would. They would also be a part of the change. But and, you gotta uh, look at it too. They wasn't as noticed and wasn't out there when Pac and Biggie and that's not everybody true. was out. Right, no, Nobody was really that, knew man. about that no, for real. That's not that's true. Not they didn't know about Jay Z. They didn't know about Jay Z. Nobody really knew about that. I dang on sure didn't know about Jay until like after Biggie's passing. Jay Z, Jay Z wasn't. But I knew about Nas. You know what I'm saying? So. But my thing, to me, Pac is like a Bob Marley. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that kind of passion. Yeah, yeah. Bro. And you don't get Listen, that a lot. Bro. And he's been going like damn it, thirty years, and he's still relevant. Definitely. Listen, mm-hmm. I would argue you, but whenever we have a hip hop pod, you are welcome back. So I, <laughs> so I can argue. Hey, hey, I want to argue too. Look, oh no, dude. Cause that, look, look, because I, I honestly, like I said, I honestly did not know about the other ones, and I feel like because they did pave the way, then that's how they came out. But I feel like if they were still living today, I don't think music would be where it is because them other people would not have had the opportunity. I don't know. You know, young people, young people gonna be young people. They gonna come and change just like anything. But I hear you. We we. We definitely name Soldier Boy. We got to do a top five dead or alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's that. that. That's yeah, cool. We're in person one. So I, I got one more little story that I'm gonna go before we get into our topic. And um, this one says uh, this is from View from the Wing. I've never heard of the website, but um, they have something where it says uh, nearly five thousand U.S. pilots um, may be hiding medical conditions that make them unfit to fly, right? So it says the FAA is investigating approximately 4,800 U.S. pilots for falsifying their medical records to conceal (laughs) mental health disorders and other serious conditions that could make them unfit to fly. Mm. Around 600 hold commercial airline pilot licenses while the rest fly cargo, private, and other aircraft. It says these are military veterans collecting disability benefits that could bar from the uh, cockpit says yet they are reported to the FAA that they are healthy enough to fly failing to report these benefits as required as required the FAA has known about this for over two years but has concealed them from the public veterans affairs investigators discovered 
that the inconsistencies more than two years ago by cross-checking federal databases. But the FAA has kept many details of the case a secret from the public, just as they hid that there were 300 near collisions in a year. Wow. Um, that's a little scary to me, man. First of wow. all, having collisions, near collisions. I mean, I guess you don't have to report having near collisions. That's a little, and it hasn't been too many crashes. But the thing about where you got a medical condition and you're not reporting it, but you fly in a plane, I can't get with that. Yeah, like you putting other people's lives in danger because you trying to keep it going. You trying to keep your position. Like, at least be honest so that way they can try to help you and assist you with how you can maneuver with your mental illness or with whatever illness you have. There's a bunch of, it's a bunch of FUIs out there flying under the influence. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a given. Sure. But to hide a medical yeah, illness, like that's that's you got all them souls on board. You don't want to do that. Yeah, what if something happened? Because it's it it seems like it's a it's it's a it's like a good old boys club. That's what it seems like. It seems like if you have this many people, and if we know about it. <laughs> like if the yeah. public knows about it but if i'm trying to get to orlando to go to disney world i'm gonna take that chance yeah like give the people the opportunity to take the chance and want to ride with them people like oh trey you say you taking the chance yeah he's taking the chance but but though i should be able to know who my pilot is i need to know about his duis all that shit i didn't hmm. know yeah I, that I, should, I be should be public record i think no, seriously like if this where we are this is if this is where we are okay cool obviously it's being swept under the rug not so much anymore but these guys are not fired because it's probably a shortage of 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 newly incoming pilots i can understand that, that. Could, yeah that's understandable you know what I'm but so like people people not uh -huh. not gonna cancel their flights they just gonna get on the plane and just pray no, no i can dig <laughs> that, that i mean to me that's a little scary i already am a person who is not in love with flying now I can fly. I don't mind if I have to. It's whatever. But I'm not a person who, like, you know, when it's time to get on the plane, I'm excited because I'm great fly. That ain't my thing. I don't like taking off. Yeah, I don't like land. descending to land. I don't enjoy flying like yeah. that. Um, but I can do it. If I got to get on a flight tomorrow, I'm going to get on one. But Bruh, it's not my favorite thing. Turbulence, bro. Tur I hate turbulence. All that, man. My palms it's be sweating. I mean... Nah, I got I anxiety, do so it don't work for me. And then last time I was on, I felt like my head was about to explode. Bro. So but it was, uh, it, it was, um, I couldn't do it. Oh I yeah, it is be crucial too. Yeah, even when you land, even when I land, the joint still lasts. So anyway, <laughs> we get ready to get into um tonight's subject, and tonight's subject or title of the part is still single in my forties, right? And we have uh, we have a we have a couple guests on the line <laughs> to uh, to talk about. I think we just lost Mike, but um, we we're gonna talk about um, being single in your forties, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and what that entails, uh, the the reasons. Um, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? We're gonna get into all of that, right? Mm -hmm. And so. I'm gonna just ask Miss Donya because I'm that positive. Are are you a single? Are you single? I am very single. Okay. Like single as single can get single. All right. I don't got no because I gotta make it known. It ain't even no prospects on the line. You okay. know? 
So ain't nobody keeping my interest as of oh. lately. So it's like, no, I'm I'm completely single. Oh, Do I have friends? friends? Yes. Oh, but area. yeah. I'm not dating. Oh, yeah, that's a great area right there. Mike City Jump. What Mike you City mean, great area? Trey, don't oh, no. start with me oh, today. No, don't, <laughs> don't start with me, it's bro. Called, it's called the gray area. With <laughs> <laughs> this said, can you get past that hump phase? Like, I give uh, people two weeks. Yeah. If you ain't proved to me in two weeks, you come to me with some two substance. Weeks. Two damn, weeks. Damn. Two weeks. Weeks because I'm a conversationalist. I'm going to okay. talk to you because you're going to tell on yourself at some point. So okay. within that two weeks, I can figure you out and figure hey. out what is you're trying, what you trying hey, to Donnie. do over here hey, in this Donnie. area. Trey, hey, don't stop with me today. No, 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 no. Calm down, calm down. Donnie, you sound a little aggressive. Um, yes. Like no, she's for real. I you am aggressive. Hold on, hold on. Thank, thank you, Mike. So I'm, I'm just saying, two weeks is probably too long. I mean, why why should I waste any more time? If you ain't showed yourself in two weeks what you about, then I ain't yeah. going to waste time on you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hey, hey, hey. Mm -hmm. hey. So Mike City, I take it. So Mike City, I take it. <laughs> I take it. You say you, you, you single. Yeah, I'm single, man. I'm, I'm single and I, I love it. I wouldn't have it no other way. No, but, but, so, so tell me this. Why why do you say that you wouldn't have it any other way? What, what makes you feel that way? Because I... I so I got three daughters, right? So okay. I teach mm -hmm. I teach my daughters. You know, my daughters is 28, 25, 17. Mm -hmm. My 17-year-old live with me full time. Mm -hmm. Mama don't, you know what I'm saying, do not do what she's supposed to. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash her. I know the situation, so I'm not gonna do it. But anybody that come into my life, you gotta be able to like you know how they say you gotta bring something to the table. I don't need you to bring it to the table because I got everything. Uh, so what can you really bring? You better to me? speak it. You know what I'm saying? I got <laughs> I got my own business. I got my own shit. I don't need you to do nothing for me. I don't need you to cook for me. I don't need you to clean for me. So what really can you really add to my lifestyle that's gonna better me? So if you can't if you can't come with with something that's equally yoked or equally that I'm standing on, I I'm gonna be by myself. I can if I if I really wanted to. Like I said, I cook my own meals or wash my own clothes. I can make love to myself if that's what I really want to do. Hey yo! I don't want drama. I don't want drama. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, hey, hey, Mike, you gotta compare them how I compare them. I compare them to Gucci belts. Like, is it you're a necessary if you're coming in my life because everything that you claim you could do for me, I could do for myself. So I need to know what substance are you bringing coming to me? And like I said, within that two weeks, I will already know what I'm going to do with you and how we going to proceed and move forward. Y'all. I should see how long my block list is. All right, so tell me this. So, all right, so I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask Donya first. So, Donya, are you single by choice? Yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. In, in Mike City, you say that you're single by choice too, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, the so are slim to none out here. The choices are slim. Out here. Absolutely, I, I right. Though, but go ahead. I mean, it is true because, like, 
it's like people coming with the same things. I don't want people who actually have not healed themselves from other mm. situations. And that's that what has, is being attracted sometimes, these unhealed souls. I can't deal with your issues and my issues too. I've gone through things in relationships and I expect for other people who have gone through things in their relationships, their previous relationship, to have healed from that. I don't need you coming to me trying to be demanding or com command anything of me or we, we're getting cool, we getting good. You telling me, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, Ben. No, we not doing all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 I need so, so, so let me say this, so 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 that way you, you can get a like, clear perspective. So mm -hmm. my first relationship I was in, you know, with my, with my first two kids, mother, I was with her for eight years. Then mm -hmm. the second relationship with my youngest daughter, I was with her mother for nine years. That's 17 years of my life I'd never get back. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so for me to give up time now, Later mm -hmm. on in life, it's precious. So I got to be selective of how I move and who I move and who I spend this time with. Because when you, especially dating now, is so different because everybody you date on the internet. It's no more yeah. meeting that woman in the grocery store, meeting that woman in the laundromat, or meeting that woman on the. On the it's it's not like that. So dating is so methodical right now. It's so you got to move with how it's moving. You getting those up in the air aerial pictures with they standing on the second floor, somebody taking a selfie of them and you really not meeting that real person. Mm -hmm. So you really meeting a representative. So once you start peeling back all the layers and you're like, ah, oh, this ain't really the same without, yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, so my city, so my city, I'm going to present you a scenario and, and you tell yeah. me yeah, yeah or nay. Right. Mm -hmm. So you meet uh, a young lady and you all are dating. Right. And, and the first couple of conversations that you figure out, that you know what, she seemed like different from the rest and I'm really feeling her. And y'all been dating for three, four months at this point. And she actually, though you don't need her to cook for you, she actually likes to cook for you. She don't mind cook for you. So the things that you don't need from her, though it's not a necessity, she is providing those things. And this is something that you haven't dealt with or felt in a long time that she's providing you at that point, And this is going on for a long time. Would you commit to that woman? Mm, good question. So, to be honest with you, if she's taking the time to learn me and learn what I like and learn what I dislike, and she's putting forth the effort, and I'm really feeling her, then yes. And okay. she's consistent with it. So for me, mm -hmm. my thing is this, and, 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 my, and you know, my daughters say this all the time, that you're too critical. And I understand because I demand excellence. I'm mm. giving you everything that I have. I'm not half-stepping. When I come through, I ain't half-stepping. I ain't never half-stepping. So yeah, I don't need nobody right. to have step with me. So if you coming through and you showing what I'm showing, because yeah, I, I'll give it a chance. But and I've given it a chance. I've tried to get into relationships. Mm -hmm. It just don't work because sooner or later, that they represents themselves. And the uh -huh. person shows up. Hey, hold on. Mm -hmm. Hey, Mike City, say I demand yeah. excellence one more time. I demand excellence. Bro, you sound like that <laughs> nigga from American Pimp. That's, that's why they scared of you. That's why they scared of you because you, they, they might think you pimping, nigga. That's, that's the problem, right? <laughs> but, I'm get, but I'm giving excellence too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, I give you, so I, I give you, I'm, I'm always the giving. So I'm always going to put out more than what I'm, I expect mm -hmm. to receive back from anybody, whether it's a friend or, or whoever it is. You know what I'm saying? If I got it, I can get it again. So we all got it. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm not, I'm not that guy. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I mean, now, Donya, I, I'm I agree, Mike. Oh, you're a yeah. good boy at T Street. No, sir, I agree with Mike. So, Donya, I'm gonna present to you the same situation um, mm -hmm. in reverse. It's a guy that you meet. 
Uh, he's different from the rest. He's showing consistency. Um, you guys been dating for a while. You, it seems like he's the person that he's showing that he is. And you all about six, seven months in or something like that. And I don't know how long it takes for you to feel like that person is, could be your person. But he's letting you know that he wants to commit. Uh, would you be open to that? Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I don't know. I honestly don't know because with me, first off, we gotta, we gotta have a meeting of the minds. You know what I'm saying? The thing that's going to get me is how you talk to me. Like what, what, like mentally stimulate me. So if he could get past that, then I may, but I'm not particularly sure at this particular moment. Maybe because the moment ain't presented itself to me or something. I don't know. I got you. But yeah, I don't think that um, right now, because I'm not looking, that um, it would be appropriate right now. I got you. Well, yeah. there's an article um, by by this called HackSpirit.com, right? And they and they pose these questions and it says uh, still single at 40. It could say it could be for these 10 reasons. Right now, Mike City, you just said something that's on this list. So it says 10 reasons why you're still single at 40, according to them. Right. So the number one reason that they have on here, and I don't know if it's ranking by anything. It says that you have unrealistic expectations. Right. And they're saying that maybe that that's the reason. It says many of us carry some unrealistic expectations around love and romance. Blame the fairy tales we grew up on and the Hollywood portrayal uh, in love movies. When we th we think that finding Mr. or Mrs. Wright should be effortless and that we should uh, he, he be head over heels for our soulmate. But this just doesn't happen in real life. So with that being said, Mike City, do you think that you expect too much? Have you thought, have you ever thought about it and said, you know what, maybe, maybe what I want is just a little too much? Absolutely not. Because, okay. because I'm not perfect myself. And I'm not going to even portray that I'm perfect. And, and when you go through these 10 situations, I can probably give you a situation that I've been in that kind of mirrors each one of them. So I was dating this chick. You know, we met okay. on the internet. We met on a dating site. Yep. You know, we talking. We maybe. 30 days in talking, you know what I'm saying? And I'm letting her know, hey, look, I'm still dating other people because I haven't chosen, you know, whoever yet, but we, we cool, we hanging out, we kicking it. You know, okay. so long story short, she tell me that she was once married, she stepped out on her husband of like 15 years and she stepped out. He okay. found out, they split up. So now we talking. So I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? We get past that or whatever. So. I'm still talking to other people. So when we decided to be one-on-one, -on -one, you know, I told her, say, look, you know, while we were talking, I did sleep with somebody else, you know? So I'm thinking it shouldn't be a problem because we haven't really, you know, said this is what we're going to be monogamous, just me and you yet. Did she ask you? You know, every time. Did she ask you? No, I just told you? her. Just, I, no, I told her. Why, I, why no, you I just tell her? her. <laughs> because because I, I thought, I, before it came up, I thought that was the right thing to do. But let me I tell you this. I understand that. Go ahead. Let, let me no. Let me tell you this. So after me telling her, this chick would wake up in the middle of the night. I would wake up in the middle of the night, look over there, and she'd be crying. I'm like, why are you crying? Because I just can't believe you slept with some. This was like every night. I'm like, <laughs> you gonna wake up crying every night, and you you hold on to this. So she had that fairy tale thing about a prince charming coming. I'm like, yo, this is 2023. People work. They got business. They got this. Ain't nobody coming to sweep you off your feet. So that was this so that white horse. With, by city so that was this year 
This shit just happened. No, that was like, no, 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 that was. Nah, you like, just said you saw this like this shit because you got a whole lot of he got a whole lot of passion with this story. You saw this, this like recently, like, 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 like this like no, this is like no, this is like three, four years ago. You know what I'm saying? This is like three, four years. Okay. Ago. So, okay. but I mean, it was just like she just couldn't get over the fact you did this to your husband in 15 years, but you can't get over the fact that I was honest with you and this is what I told you. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, that honesty kill people sometimes. Now, Donya, yeah, I'm gonna ask you the same thing because this is the, the they had this as one of the ten reasons. Do you feel like you have unrealistic expectations when it comes to a man? Have you ever thought to yourself and said, you know, maybe maybe I'm asking for too much? Do you feel like that? Um, at first I did feel like that, but what I asked for is the same thing that I'm willing to provide. So no, I don't think that what I'm asking for is too much at all. You know, if, and I'm just asking for basic stuff because like we've stated before, I have everything under control on my end. I don't need you for anything. So when you come into me, I need complete honesty and I'm, I'm a communicator. Like I said, I need you to communicate with me. I need you to be authentic with me. I need full transparency. And a lot of people don't have that these days. You know what I'm saying? So no, I don't, I do not believe that, um, yeah, like I got you. So, I got one question for Donnie. Mm -hmm. What's that? Let's is? let's say this guy came to you. Mm -hmm. He met he met all the qualifications that that you would like and more. Mm -hmm. But he was five six. Would you date him? Of course, because I'm only five three. Oh, okay. Yeah, See, I, I know so I know some women that they they get held back because of somebody's height. I hear no. that. Every, everything else is I'm perfect. not super I'm not superficial like that. I've dated ugly, I've dated cute, oh, I've dated, oh, you know, oh, all types oh, of fat. Oh, like oh, look, oh, look, oh, some oh, of them joints was ugly. So why you date them? <laughs> Cuz I like them. It was about the personality. It was the personality for me. Your personality and how we coexist together is what matters a lot of the time. The physical really don't matter to me. That well, sounds that's, great, that, that, That's sweet. That sounds sweet, Donnie. That's yeah, nice. I'm a sweetheart. No, I, 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 I can get, I get that because <laughs> everybody, people look at me as like, you got a type. I don't have a type. I like them small, big, tall, brown, white, light. I, it don't make a difference. It's who yeah. you are. It's, what, it's, it's how, you, how you come to the situation. It's really your personality. That's, that's really what's going to win me over is your personality yeah. and how genuine you are. You know, I get I that, yeah. though. You know, I get that. See? The older you get, the older you get, you know how you ever thought about like when you like twenty, what you what you want or what you would accept in a person is different. Oh to yeah. Me, to, to me, when I was younger, you know, it was more about looks and physical and stuff like that. But I believe that the older you get, that stuff gonna wear anyway. Now, of mm -hmm. course, to me, I want to be attracted to the person, but I do understand like that stuff not being the number one thing that draws you to a person. But um, hey, look, I'm gonna be completely honest. Like I married and I was not attractive to my ex-husband and it was never about what he looked like to me it was the fact that he could make me laugh you know even if we're going through our issues there was still some sort of way where he was able to bring some sort of lightheartedness to a situation and we can kind of laugh about it so that's why i said the personality will always stick out first and then the physical, you can be attracted to someone physically by their personality. True. So, all right. So look, so number two on this list, and for those who may have just tuned in, we're going through, this is an article on uh, hackspirit.com and it's called Still Single at 40, 
uh, it could be these 10 reasons, right? And so I went over number one. I asked number, number one was, do you have unrealistic expectations? And uh, we just went through that. So number two says, you're stuck in a rut. It's hard to find love at 40. Absolutely not. But at the same time, it can feel uh, trickier if lifestyle factors are at play. It's sometimes the case that the older we get, the more fixed into a certain routine or way of doing things, uh, you know, become. It might be that you are feeling more isolated at 40 than you felt at 20. Your daily routine may be way more stable. You may become less prepared to change the older you get, right? So I guess that's more or less saying like, uh, and I'm and, and I'm gonna ask Mike City, do you feel like you stuck in your ways? You know how like sometimes when you stay single for a long time and you used to just being you, and you might deal with other people, but you're not really in a committed relationship. You you have certain ways about yourself that um, that you're kind of stuck in, and then when you meet somebody, it's kind of hard to change certain things. Mike City, do you feel like at this point in your life that you're stuck in certain ways? I I, I do feel like because I like things a certain way. I, everything has to have some type of order. You know, so if, if if things are out of order, then it kind of brings a little chaos. So I'm like, I'm, I I, I do agree. I I do agree. Okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm one way. I'm, I'm a certain way. That's why I said a person has to like learn me and I have to learn them too. But <clears throat> I'm willing to give in. I'm willing to break. But yeah, I am kind of stuck in my way. Yes. Okay. Donya, are you, do you feel you stuck in your ways or can you meet somebody? And then you'll be like, you know what? I know that, for instance, um, I never used to cook on Wednesdays, but I love him so much. I'm going to cook on Wednesdays now. Like, you know what I mean? And like Friday something like night. that. And Friday yeah, 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 And Friday. You feel me? <laughs> and Friday night. Friday I don't know night. if I can get you. I, cook on Friday I don't know if I can get Friday night. Look, hey, I, I can't get Friday I nights. On, I cook All on right? Friday nights. And men are the best cooks. Oh, there he go. But uh, I do think that I am stuck in my ways, but I'm not so stuck where I can't change. I feel like I am one way when I'm single and another way when I'm in a relationship. So uh -huh. the dynamic of Dahlia now is completely different. I'm more in my feminine energy when I'm in a relationship. Okay. All right. So number three says uh, you won't settle for less than you deserve. It says, like I said in the intro, there are reasons why being single at 40 is really a good, really a good sign. Uh, far from it meaning there is something wrong with you, it can reflect the absolute opposite. The reality is that there are plenty of people out there who are currently unfulfilling, unhappy, and downright toxic in toxic relationships because they are so scared of being alone. Mm -hmm. um, now, I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm, I'm gonna just pose it. Or uh, do 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 you all have do Mike City, do you have a fear of being alone? Do you feel like, okay, I'm single right now, but by the time, at least by the time I'm a certain age, man, I don't want to be by myself. I got, I got to have somebody. I'm going to find me somebody. Or are you in the mind state of if, I never, if I'm never in another committed relationship again, I'm okay with that? No, nah, I, I want to find my deaf partner. You know what I'm saying? I, I know time, time is not promised to nobody. So I do want to find that person that I can, you know what I'm saying, my silver years of my life, or from now till I'm not here, or you know that I can spend my time with it. Mm -hmm. And I have been in situations where I have settled for less, and it didn't work. Me trying to settle for less and try to make something work, it didn't. It, it, it didn't work like that either. So I've I've tried a lot of stuff that was out of my character, trying to make things work and trying to make things fit, 
and it just just didn't happen. It just don't go. So like 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 my kids, like, like I stayed in those relationships because I felt like you know I'm trying to make it work. I'm 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 trying to. I don't give up. I'm trying to make it work. I'm still a Bears fan. I'm still a Bears fan. I'm still committed. Yeah, I get it. Life. Well, Donya, are you do, do you feel like you were settled? Like like te, like T Streets made a good point where he kind of and you did allude to none of the physical stuff really mattered to you that much. But if we if we go if we add on to that, do you feel like that in five years from now that your standards would lower and you would settle because at this point you feel like you know what I really want somebody and I don't want to you know grow old alone and this guy's not everything that I really want or whatever. So I just go ahead and do it. Are you in a, do you think you would get into a settled mind state? Absolutely not. I've done it before as well. And it did not go nowhere. So piggybacking off of what Mike said, it's not, it's, it's not conducive for me anymore. I feel like I'm older now and I feel like I'm a lot more wiser now. So if I've made changes within my life to be able to accept someone and, you know, and be able to love them, they should have been able to go on through the same thing and be ready for whatever it is that they're looking for. And we come to the meeting of the minds like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm never settling again. I, I settled, and I, I just had a conversation, and I just said, "Look, I might have to start treating these dudes how they how they be treating us at this point." Oh, like because I am so serious. Like I feel like no, it's not bitterness. It's just the fact that I'm no longer. I have no. I have no expectations anymore. You know, and it's like it's hard to kind of expect to find a good partner out here nowadays. And I'm looking at it like, shoot, I ain't found it yet. And I'm 41, I might not ever find it. So I might as well have fun. That's the mind state that I'm in. You know, it's funny. I hear a lot of people say that. Um, I remember when I was 30 and I felt like it, it wasn't nothing out here. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. you know, it's 10 years past that, people still feel the same way. And it's crazy because the world is populated with so many men and so many women, but it's really hard for some people, a lot of people to find that person that you mesh. And it's, and it's mm -hmm. funny because it's like, you can mesh in one way, like everything could be good, but the person doesn't have enough time for you or something like that. Or yeah. everything could be good, but the person lives far away. It's hard to just get it all the way right all the time. So I definitely understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With that being said, go ahead, go ahead, Mike. And, and, and I feel you on that. <coughs> living in the DMV where it's six to one and still yeah. being single, mm -hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you shouldn't have no problems then, right? That's what I'm saying. It's a, obviously, it's some type of problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's harder for it's harder for a female to. You know, get into a relationship nowadays. Well, that it is settle for the worst type of dude. But see, that's the thing. Let's get it. Let's hold on. Hold on. Hold on. When a good brother come through, ah, nah, nah, nah. But you're going to sit up with this dude and wait two years while he locked up. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> see, that's what, that's <laughs> what I thought a whole lot different. That's why I've always thought it a whole lot different. If you go to jail, you on your own. I ain't sending you no commissary. I ain't waiting for you. None of that because you, you knew what you was doing before you did it. 
So, no. But at the same time, we got to look at it like for real. Like, it's harder for a woman because we've been scarred. You know what I'm saying? And we don't want to get hurt anymore. But we keep running into the same men that say that you're not going to do this or you're not going to put us in these types of situations. And you turn around and put us in these types of situations. You don't think you don't think men get hurt? If if y'all do, y'all don't act like it. What y'all do is y'all move on physically. You see what I'm saying? You won't just hop on to the next one if it doesn't work out. Us women, a lot of us women actually take the time out to like really heal and get over the situation versus with with most men, you just hop on to the next woman and that's how you feel like you getting over your situation. And then when you find somebody that's ready to settle down, you're not prepared to step into that position. Well, a lot of times, if you if you mentally locked on somebody, you can sleep with a, a thousand women. If you don't have the one person that you want, you just passing time. So yeah. I get what you dying inside. Yeah. Right, you know what I'm saying? You, you can hit the world, but you still want that one person. So, but anyway, I'm gonna go to number four. Right, so number four says you haven't worked through issues that keep coming back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, do you feel like you're continuously repeating the same sorts of mistakes in your relationships? Maybe it's that you end up with the wrong people and find yourself pulled towards unhealthy attractions. Perhaps certain defense mechanism seems to kick in every time someone gets too close and you're self-sabotaging patterns that mess up things. Donnie, do you feel like you self-sabotage when you meet somebody that has potential? Um, I think sometimes... Um, I'm not going to say I self-sabotage, but I will kind of like... Kind of like, it's not like playing the game, but I'm going to push your buttons a little bit. Um, And that's just to see where you're coming from. Um, What I would do is I like for a man to chase me. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to text you. I'm not going to do nothing. You have to text me and call me. What's my problem? What's my problem? Tell me what my problem is. When you say that. That that right there lets me know a lot, right? Now I'm not gonna say you have a problem, I'm just playing with you. But the the approach of the man has to do everything, that me personally, that has never worked for me. Now it doesn't have to no, be. No, I 50, feel like 50. the man has to chase. I don't think he chase? has to do everything, but I do chase feel like or, or, you or, have or to pursue. present yourself and pursue yourself. Yeah, you have to pursue me. You know, um and I, I like the good morning text. I like the good night text. Girl. Oh, I've been thinking about you text. Mm. I love those. And that's how you kind of reel me in. But a lot of the times, I'm not a texter either. So I need you to call me. If you don't call me, then I'm not going to call you. I feel you on that. But I, the way you were saying at first, I, I get scared <laughs> of that word, chase. Because when you say chase... Well, we're going to say may- pursue. Yeah, pursue. Okay. That's, that's, that's different. Because I was dating this chick and she wanted me to say, Hey, we wake up together. Good morning. Hey, I just got in my car. Hey, I got in my car. Hey, hey, that hey, OD. Hey, 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 I got my man's and my cheeseburger. Hey, I'm punching out for lunch right now. I'm coming home. Yeah, I ain't that OD so, with so, it. So, 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 what do we have to talk about when we get home? Exactly. We have no conversation. I talk to you all day. Yeah, exactly. I can't talk to you while I'm snaking this drain. I can't talk to you while I'm running pipe. I have my phone in my hand. I'm going to cut my hand off. That's kind of OD. That is OD. Like, 
When I'm at work, unless the house is on fire, don't call me. <laughs> no, I feel I'm at work. <laughs> See, I get that. And me, I don't, I don't disturb men during the day because I feel like that's your time where you're working. So I'm not going to hit you throughout the day. I may hit you after five or, you know, before, before seven, just say good morning. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, have a great day, you know, but... All that OD, like, nah, I don't like checking in myself, so I ain't going to make you check in. But at the same time, I do, I would like to have that conversation at least by the end of the day or sometime during the day. That way we can kind of like, yeah, we be on the same page. Like I said, I'm a communicator, but don't text I mean, me. Don't text? Don't text me. I'm talking about, I want to have Which conversation. The what good morning doing? text is fine. Okay, the hi, hi, I had a great day, or you had a great day today, that's fine. But if you want to have general conversation with me, don't text me no long paragraphs because a lot of y'all can't read, a lot of y'all can't write, a lot of y'all can't text. There's a lot of mispronunciations and misspelling and all of that other stuff. You want me to text you, but I can't text you. No! No, just... Just you can text me in the morning. You can send me a song somewhere down the line and say, hey, look, I'm thinking about you. But don't sit there and text me nothing real long like we're going to sit there and have a whole conversation through text because I'm going to start ignoring you. That's going to happen down the line. That's, that's, that's in the beginning when the relationship is that's starting true. to block. Yeah, how do you get to know somebody through text? I think that is like... Not, yeah. not. I'm an interpersonal type of person. I want to communicate with you. I didn't ask... Too much texting. You're right. I didn't ask Mike City. Uh, do you feel like you you have self sabotage in a in a relationship or somebody that you're talking to? Okay, that's real. That's real that you can admit that. That's real you can admit that. So look, number five says um, you prioritized other things in life. It says life is a collection of decisions and choices, each slowly and silently slot together to create a picture of how our life looks today. It's common to want it all, and um. And with that, you totally can be balanced in life that feels fulfilling in all areas that's important to you when you recognize your own priorities. Your priorities aren't wrong or right. They're unique. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's saying that have you been talking to somebody and you really haven't given them time and everything else was the priority and you didn't make that person a priority? Um I'm going to say no, because I've I've always put myself on the back burner, no matter what. You know? oh, okay. So it's not all about me. I, I know how to put myself. I know how to put myself on the shelf. I know how to put my feelings. Because like I said, I, I, can, I can do what I want to do. So sometimes I can make it all about you or what you want. And if this is your if this is what you really want, I can kind of cater to that. I don't have a problem with that. Mm hmm. Same, same here. I don't, um, I don't, I don't prioritize anything around somebody that I'm really, you know, interested in. It's like, you're going to become a priority for me. So I'm going to invest just as much time as you're willing to invest them now. And if you're not putting in the effort, then I'm not going to put in the effort because we kind of get used to being in, you know, routine where we're doing things throughout the day and stuff like that. But if I'm interested in you, Hell yeah, you my priority. You my man. Like, yeah. But see, on the, on, on the funny side, no, most men do that, especially when they like, when they like, baby, what you want to eat? I don't know what you want to eat. I don't know what you want. What you want? I don't know what you want. I'm that so type of female. Give, you know what I'm saying? We give up what we want, <laughs> and we may want something, but you know, we 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 gonna see what you want first. Yeah. A A E A E. 
Yes, sir. Let me let me let me just uh one of our one of our listeners chance chances in here every single week. Um, they up, said chance? that they said that that men are hurt by their first love and never really love the same again. So is that so, true? So so so, so, in a, so in a general sense, are you all basing the person that you haven't met yet on the past situations that didn't work? Or do you start off with friends and give them a give them a clean slate? Cause it kind of sounds like the past is kind of dictating the future. Your pressure, no, it's dictating the present when right. you keep well, your yeah. past relevant. So you yeah. never really get the chance to make it to a future. So right. So so do you do, do you are, are are you both conscious uh, con- conscious of what you're doing? When you're meeting that new person, are you, are you still um, thinking about the old person while the new person is there? Or no, see, because with with me, like the past is the reason why I am today. You know, and it's made me better. At first, I was like a pushover because I'm a whole cancer. So a lot of the times, mm. you know, I'm sensitive. You know, I'm nurturing. You know, I'm emotional. I I love love. You know, but my past has made me a little bit more logical when it comes to choosing my partners because I was easily, you know, like I said, I was a pushover. I was easily manipulated and things of that nature. So absolutely not. I, my past like mm -mm, if we want to talk about our past situations and things of that nature that's fine but do i hope my past true to me no i do not that does not end no absolutely not i can't i can't because i don't want to hear you talk about your ex all the time so i'm not going to bring it to you and and i can concur to that because my first love i was 16 years old and you should have been over there yeah yeah no no yeah but we're still friends to this day we still we still talk she Mm -hmm. lives in chicago i live here um, she may call me, hey, I, she got a couple buildings, hey, Danye, what's your advice? And when she does that, females that I'm talking to are threatened. I'm like, yo, she's just my friend. Like, we ain't doing nothing. We try to date, you know, on a long, this is thing like 10, 10, 12 years ago, it didn't work out. We mm-hmm. had different places in our life. So we're not there. We just better as friends. But females that I date now are threatened by her because, you know, she still may call me and ask me questions. Well, why she got to call you? There's other plumbers out here. Well, it ain't me. <laughs> 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 and let me ask you, is that the young lady that you took the famous picture where you were in bed with her and it was on Facebook? Mm. That's when we tried to rekindle our shit. Yes, it didn't work. So that's why it was an issue there, because it was posted. Oh, man, we really need a wreck, man. No, 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 no. That was before, that was, that was posted before, before people that I'm talking to now that don't know. But is it still on your page, though? No, it's a Hollywood movie. This man put the picture of him in the bed, hugged up like 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 Frank Lopez from Scarface. This confidence. Okay, confidence. so so did you do that actually to kind of like solidify what you had going on, or you did that to piss some people off? Nah, no, nah, I mean, I was showing her I was trying. Hey, look, I'm gonna put you on my social media. I'm trying. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm letting you know it's only you. So, and it still ain't good enough for some people. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, post but, me on your but page. I never, yeah. but, but I never do that again. We married. I mean, 
I'll never do that again because now I got to <laughs> No, because that segues into something else. I was dating a female. She was like, you don't post me on your... Because that's that page says Donnie Williams. That's It's my page. So yeah. you got your kids on it. They my fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't live what are you talking about? See, I have that thing too. Like, I feel like um, every time I've posted somebody, and it wasn't a lot, it was only, but like, it was, it was like twice. And I feel like every time I posted these people, it was like, it didn't last. So I don't want to put it out there now, mm. you know. I don't. I don't want to do the social media thing now, and I feel like it's cool. We know what we got going on. If you want to, at some point, say yeah, this me and my baby, we doing what we doing. But I, I got a problem with posting people now, and I feel like that's. No, a, I, I feel you though, because you know when you posting people, and if it don't work out, man, everybody knows uh, who you dating, and you know yeah. it just get all wild and shit. Like I, I but can see then that. when I not post them no more, the DMs be flooded. It be like, hey, you. Still yeah. in a relationship, like <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they do. I mean, it used to be this one guy named Jason. I'm putting his name out Dang. there. He used to post all my pictures every time, and I'm like, dude, stop doing that. Putting like little hearts and the heart eyes and stuff like that. Stop doing that because yeah, I'm getting the back the end on this end, and I don't hey, even yo. know you. <laughs> Hey, I do that to my to my female friends and say, <laughs> "Stop doing that." I that's do it on purpose. Cool. That's not cool, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and then Trey, you 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 remember that Trey? God damn, that was like fifteen years ago. Trey, you remember that shit? Bro, that was Trey. Obviously, <laughs> the man that keeps going, he don't forget seen, nothing. I, I never seen that shit. But I thought that was the dopest shit I ever seen in my life. I'm like, yo, that's dude, like confident. <laughs> Hey, that's funny, bro. <laughs> so look, so the, the next one is um. Uh oh, you breaking up, Mike? Mike you're in the blender. So you're in the blender. Yeah, Chinese food restaurant. <laughs> so the um, so number six, right, is um, is uh, you aren't emotionally available, and I don't know if you get y'all are gonna fall under this, but it just says falling. Ding, ding, love. ding, ding, ding. That's me right there. Okay. (laughs) It says falling in love doesn't feel wonderful for plenty of people. It also creates anxiety along with fears of rejection and fear of potential loss. Being emotional unavailable means you may have uh, persistent difficulty handling emotions or getting emotionally close to other people. It feels too uncomfortable to let someone in. Then you avoid doing so, whether it is conscious or unconscious. Um, T Street speak about, on it. I don't know about their reasoning. Okay. I'm mostly unavailable. Okay. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> you just gonna leave it like that? He just gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm focused. I'm focused on myself. He just straight dropped the mic. <laughs> Bump everybody else. I want to fall in love. You know what I'm saying? But okay. I, I want to. I, I want to. I mean, that's that's the epitome of life. Is for you to you yeah. know find someone that you can love like that. But you know, most of the times you fall and slip into some shit. Yeah. No, that's true. And then um, then we got number seven says, "Are uh, you too strong and independent? Are you the type of person who um?" <laughs> that is it says, me. It, it says, "Are you the type of person who doesn't rely on others for needs? We all have different personality types." Um. And that everyone feels the need to be in a relationship. It's okay to be single in your 40s. Of course it is. 
It doesn't make you in any way weird if you are perfectly happy being single at any age. So are you too strong and independent, Donya? I think so. I think I am. I think that I am. I think, honestly, um, (laughs) I don't want to be. I want to be in love, but I feel like I intimidate people. Um, So... It, because I, because of the independence, you know, a lot of the times, a lot of men feel that women need them. And I'm one that's going to remind you on a constant basis, like, I don't need you. Everything that I'm doing is a choice. Everything that I'm giving into, I choose to do. It's an effort on my behalf. So, like, and that intimidates people and people don't want to deal with that. They want something easy and they don't want to have to work for what it is that, you know, is over here. So, Mike City, yeah. I, Mike City, I can tell you, you, you a strong, independent type guy. I can tell by how you, I, I you am, know, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by, <laughs> about what you've been saying. So, do you think, do you think it's overly, or you just like that's that's who I am, and that's you know, like that's what it is. I mean, it, it, it took years for me to get to this point. It took years for me, to, okay. and I'm not going. I don't ever want to get get away from this point because it was times that I I, I wasn't as confident as I am, and it was mm-hmm. times that I was that that meek, that shy kind of guy. But now that I'm like, I, I come into my own and I know what, and I know my value and I know what I, I feel and, I, and yeah. I know who I am. Nah, ain't nothing, nobody can never take that from me. Exactly. So exactly. number eight says, uh, society's timeline has changed. The average age for people to get married in the 1940s in the U S was around 24 years old for a man and 21 years old for a woman. Now the average age for people to get married uh, in the States, is 34. My point is to illustrate how times have um, and still are changing. Plenty of people are setting out a timetable that suits them rather than a conventional timetable set by society. Now, me asking that, I remember, um, I forgot who was saying, I don't know if it was you, Donya, or y'all was saying that y'all basically don't give a person too too much time to really show who they are. Um, Donya, do you put a timeline on when it would, is there a timeline on when you feel like you can be in a uh, relationship with a guy? Like when you dating, like, do you have a timeline? Okay. If we dating yes. good at the six months, we good. We going to yeah. get a relationship. Like, yeah. Okay, what, I think, what's your timeline? I think my timeline, uh, for me, like I said, I'll give you the two weeks. If you could pass the two weeks, then maybe by the third month, we could be talking about, you know, kind of like so, solidifying things. And by six months, we need to be in a whole relationship at this point. <laughs> so I like to expedite a lot of the times when I'm really feeling you, because that's going to make me want to put in that effort, you know? So, Mike City, I, I think when you know, I, 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 I think when you know, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no, okay. no question. It's when you know, you know. I mean, it's not gonna take me. It's not gonna take me six months to realize that you're the one. You know, mm-hmm. I should know that. I should know that pretty quick. Mm-hmm. T Streets, you got a timeline? Uh, y- yes, I think I do agree with Mike City when you know, you know. But mm-hmm. if I don't know. <laughs> then I'm, I'm, I'm what would it take for you to know, though? I'm, what does it you, take for guys to know that? It's that feeling. That it's, it's a feeling. It's, it's a feeling. It's, I know. It's I Listen, say that all the time. It, it has to be a feeling that I get that makes me want to proceed. Yeah, there's a young lady that that I didn't end up with that at one point in time, it was like comical to me. I'm like, hold on, we finna choose over sentences. I know what you're thinking. You know what I'm thinking. 
what is going on now? Mm-hmm. I was the other guy at the time, so you oh. know, it was it was, oh. it was a bad thing. You know, it was doomed from the start because we went into it in a messed up situation. But it was like it was crazy to me at, at times. I was like, hey, this you're not even with this guy. I'm always with you. So how is this? We connect, but we have this this other guy, this triangle thing going on mm. that the, the third piece is never around. So it's like, but, but so nah, let me ask you a question. You never figured ahead. out what she was holding on to with him? Like she had to be like, yeah, she had to be holding on was, to if something. Was everything, if you, if you, if y'all was everything, I mean, cause like I, I've held on to situations because I didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings or I didn't want to let that person mm. die. I didn't, I didn't want to be that bad guy. So I stayed in situations. Yeah. Not sure I could, you know, I can only say what, what I was told. What I was told is he didn't do anything wrong. So I was like, all right, I got rock. Once I, once I finally was like. Yeah, she was holding on to something. Um, there was some sort of attachment there for her to totally neglect the connection that you guys have and then continue on with somebody yeah, else. So yeah, I but then like they broke up. They broke up like a couple months after me and her stopped. See, that's crazy. See? Yeah, that's, that's all over See? the place. Yeah, Number nine, it says um you we almost at the end, and then we're gonna okay. do the um ask the rec room section. So number nine is um you have low self-esteem. Um I, it says I'm not one of those people who believes you need to love yourself first before you can find love with someone else. I do think you need to love yourself first, but um it says, but if you don't believe you deserve happiness, if you don't believe you deserve love, it's obviously going to make finding love a lot more difficult now i don't know if any of y'all uh feel like you don't deserve something so i don't know oh, i know i deserve it all the karma so i've been put I, out i, I, I better I, get I, it i now. don't think that's going to apply <laughs> to y'all right and, so. and if you don't and if you don't love yourself you can't love nobody you can't love exactly nobody like else. I, I don't exactly. yeah them, them saying that i'm like no nah, i don't agree with that about them saying that that, that that doesn't have to happen so last one you you know probably number 10 is um then it's the last one you're living and learning. So it says, let's face it, sometimes there isn't one reason for why you found yourself single at 40. It could be a combination of factors. Mm-hmm. It may even be a quirky twist of fate. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it says, you have probably gone through some ups and downs. What does it say? Romantically, you have no doubt learned some hard and important lessons along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you're on a journey and each experience will have offered something to help you grow and it gets to grips a little more with life. So everybody living yeah. and learning. So I don't know if, if living and learning is a reason why, um, why people are not together. So, yeah. I think, um, I, I think like this, when it's meant, it's going to happen, period. If it's supposed to be in your life, it's going to come to fruition at some point. Um, my thing is, I just want to make sure that I'm ready because I can say all day long that I'm fine with being single, but if the right person do come along, I feel like at some point I'm going to be apprehensive a little bit, you know, um, not in fear that I can't trust him, but in fear that I can't trust myself and trust my own judgment, you know, so maybe that's the little self-sabotage that I may have within me, but I don't, I don't ever want to be put in a position where I'm hurt again, you know, and I, I'm not going out like that no more. 
Next time, I'm, 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 I'm chopping somebody in the throat. You got to see me break my heart. I'm so serious. <laughs> I can dig it. You got to have to square up. Well, that's the last, um, that's the last question for that. And uh, we get ready to go into our new segment. Um, bef- um, not new segment, but a segment we do call Ask the Rec Room. But before we do that, I just want to put, I just want to say this. Um, in my opinion, being single at any age is not a bad thing. Um, everybody's life is different. And timing is different in everyone's life. So because someone is 40, 45 single, in my opinion, that doesn't mean something must be wrong with you. Something must be wrong with that. I don't believe in that. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying that to say that if you are single and and you're 40 or above, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um, What I also will say is that, you know, there is, it seems like there's not a lot of options and it's not. But just try not to have a closed mind to it because um, you never know what can happen. And when you least expect it is mm-hmm. when something happens in terms of you meeting your person. So mm-hmm. just keep now, it on the up and up. And I'm like, why are you telling somebody therapist? Go ahead, Mike, baby. I, I, I got to break out. And you're right. There's nothing wrong with being single in your 40s. That's why they just came out with this show called The Golden Bachelor. Where they mm-hmm. get bachelors when they like 50, 60 years old, and they still yeah. single. You know what I'm saying? So it's wrong. Yeah, it's kind of over for them. But I feel like men sometimes have a hard time with settling down. Um, and and all right, Mike said. See you later, Mike. And that that be the thing for me. Like I don't want you when you all old and drawn out and worn out and stuff like that. And like nothing. So. So we're going to do one question from the Ask the Rec Room. Hold on. Let me get the thing. Ask the Rec Room. All right. And so we're going to this. This segment is where we are. We, we get listeners and the people listen to the pod to actually DM us, DM us on, um, on Instagram with any questions that they have or any scenarios that they have that they want us to talk about. So we're just going to do one tonight. Mm-hmm. Donya, what you got? Okay, so this was a a great question I felt. And this question was, would you rather be with someone you love and not get what you want than be with somebody you don't love and get everything that you want? Mm. Um, Trey, go first, bro. <laughs> so, hold on. She said somebody that i that i don't love and get everything that i want yes is that what you said yes hell yeah i want the second one what's the second one the second one was you get everything that you want but you don't you don't love them i don't love them everything that you want but you don't love them and and then what's the opposite the what's opposite the, is be with someone that you love and not get what it is that you nah, want i don't i don't uh, want that first option <laughs> But you know what? You sound real selfish, Trey. You sound real selfish right now. Tell me, listen, listen, listen. Now, I'm still going to take care of you, even though, you know, I'm not in love with you. I'll I'll get everything that I need. I'm going to take care of you. But Uh it's just not, you know what I'm saying? It's like like one of them situations where people be together for like 40 years and never Mm -hmm. was married. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. still boyfriend girlfriend. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's the same uh, shit. I'm getting everything I want, and and I'm taking care of you. Now nah, we good. I, I, we I good. think I think I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with getting. Um, oh, so I'm gonna do it like this. If if we talking like in the twenties, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with getting everything I want and not caring about the love. 
Mm-hmm. Def- I'm gonna mm-hmm. definitely go with that. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna fast forward as you mature in life and all that good shit. Um, I will say that I'd rather um uh, get the love and then not get everything I want. Um love is priceless. Mm-hmm. Love is the only real thing uh mm-hmm. that connects people emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um and so uh, when you get older you realize that in life what's really important and family and love and all that stuff is very important. So I'm gonna take that at the age that I'm at now. Okay. Okay. Man, okay. book all that maturity stuff from E. I was just telling you. I was just saying. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what it is. Give me, give me option two. Give me option two. Hey, man, you know me, dog. Hey, listen, I'm gonna have my love on the side. So give me option two. I think from a female's point of view, I would have taken option two as well. But the only reason why I said that is because, yes, I would get everything that I would want. But at the same time, I could learn to grow to love this person. It's not me being selfish and me just wanting to use the person or anything like that. I feel like if this is a better pick for me, then maybe I should explore that because I mean, a lot of the times we trauma bond. So because we we end up staying in situations mm-hmm. longer than we should That's just out right of love. Right. That's a pod. You know? So, trauma yeah. Trauma bond. Yeah. yeah. I've been there. <laughs> I've that's been a, there, too. That's a whole <laughs> That's a whole that, that is a whole that's, So. A trauma bond. That, 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 okay, darling. You know. <laughs> I was on to something. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. You got me thinking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like that. I never heard the two words put together like that. Oh yeah, I'm trying to tell you, she deep over here. Bruh, That's why we gotta communicate. I can't text you. <laughs> so listen, we we done crushed another one. So let's let's let, let's run down the room real, real quick. We got we got we got one of the family here. We got pretty pretty reds. Hey, pretty reds. Always, always. What's up, pretty reds? Okay. She, she in here. We got we got my girl Tata in here. Hey Tata. We got uh we got uh T T J R M in the studio with us. What's on? What's going on? Hey. We got we got, we got a member of the family, Miss 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 Ladybug, in here with us tonight. Hey Ladybug. Uh, we got uh N K T X in here with us tonight. How you doing? Hey. We got uh, Miss Gloria Owusa in here with us tonight. How you doing? Hello. We have uh, Jermaine Washington. What up, Jermaine? Okay. We, we got a uh, 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 world famous uh, Miss Coco Melon in, in here tonight. Hey. We got We got Let's Talk About It in here. I like that name. We got hey, yeah. Let's Talk About It. We got we got Kells in here. Kells B. What's Kells up, Kells? Kells B. <laughs> just going. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Kells. We got we got Chance. Chance was on fire tonight. Hey, Chance. Chance yeah. is here on fire. Okay. We also have who else we got in here tonight with us? We have uh, hold on one second. One second. We have uh, Tanisha Thomas. What's up? What's up, Tanisha? Thank you. Hi. We appreciate you, Mr. Miss Tanisha. And we have Michelle Bishop. Michelle Bishop is hey. in here. Thank you so much. 
Michelle for coming in here with us tonight. We back in here tonight. I'm just saying. And that's, that's, that's what we got here tonight, E. That's what's good. Well, like we always say, man, we appreciate every listener. Uh, every episode, I just say, if you like what you hear and the conversation, just tell a friend to tell a friend about the Rec Room Podcast. Um, you can follow us on IG at the Rec Room Pod. Once you follow us on IG, if you look at the bio, you will see our YouTube page. We um, The pod is available everywhere where pods are available, but we also... Encourage everyone to subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, we started shooting in-person pods, on-camera pods, better yet. Oh, uh, we yay. shot one already, so go to our YouTube at the Requiem Pod, check out the on-camera, check out the rest of the pods. We set to shoot the next uh, on-camera pod next Sunday, so we'll have a new on-camera pod um, sometime next week or the week after, right? Um, right? Thank you all again. Tune in, and to the next time. Peace. Yeah, y'all. Have a safe week.